Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that. Check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well, as SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints. They offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high-quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that's sideline to sideline. are in the books but it kind of feels more like two and a half weeks hello everybody terry bennett here grant good and with me sideline to sideline the 3a edition brought to you by si design and printing small town society we'll hear more about them in a little bit power plus mouth guard and Oktoberfest in munster uh, but just like the game that you were at this week uh, this was a weird week this was that one storm week we get every two years and, and it started but i don't think a lot of people knew this was going to happen it started just kind of innocently with i think it was jefferson for me it was jefferson and uh I can't remember who they're playing. I saw that they were postponed, and then I talked to my dad, and Marshall was playing. And then next thing I know, I just see on Twitter all these games are either being stopped, delayed, or completely outright canceled. And that's what happened to you. Yeah, you know, I we I was up in Hooks for uh, Winsboro versus Hooks, and the rain was expected. I don't yeah. know if they expected lightning, but yeah. obviously you can expect lightning, right? Especially with a cool front coming through. Uh, but I don't think it was expected in the North Texas area yeah. as much, right? But, yeah, I drove up, what, three hours to Hooks to watch, uh, I don't know, a quarter and a half. They, You know, the game was, uh, I guess, delayed because of lightning yeah. with about seven minutes or seven forty minutes. Yeah, 746 minutes left in the left second in quarter. The second quarter, 70-minute uh, delay. So I walk up to the press box, sit there for 70 minutes, come back down. Uh, Hooks had just scored to make it 21 to 13 before the delay. They kick off and they run two plays and then it starts lightning again. They called it. So <laughs> I drove back. Yeah, the game actually. We, <laughs> it wasn't wasted though. Had well, a no, nice stake in Mount Pleasant. So And the Hooks, you know, we were seeing on Facebook, the Hooks fans were excited that sideline to sideline was there. And so that's really cool. Uh it's tough because we really wanted a calibration game with these two teams. Uh, we, got a little bit. You get a little bit, but like you said, it's it's it, it's like you got a you got an appetizer, you got a morsel. You right. wanted to see more. Uh, we'll talk. We will talk a little bit about that game though in the uh, review section. Again, this is sideline to sideline the three A edition. We talk all things three A. We do a review preview uh, and all that kind of fun stuff. We don't stuff. talk three A soccer or rugby though. Oh, I, I three A football. All things three A football. I think I pretty much said three A football. Yeah, you, know, you just said all three or 
all things like create. Oh, you're right. Yeah. And so after the break, Grant will break down one act this year. He's really high on oh, that Macbeth thing. <laughs> love Lady and I, Macbeth. I don't think when Love Lady High School does Macbeth. Oh my God. It's it's just they're legends. I mean, that's what they're made Romeo, of. Romeo, oh Romeo. We're gonna get an email from somebody from Love Lady. <laughs> I would like to tell you, sirs, that our one act play. <laughs> I used to judge that. You did? Yeah, when I went back to college, I found my way into theater. Uh, and so if you... if You you look more like a Texas Tech meat judger than you would... Texas like a, Tech? Sir. What? I should slap you for a duel. You Dude, know when we went to Tech Texas game in Lubbock last year, oh, that was awesome. were you not just guns up, all no. excited? I was the only one even wearing any Longhorn gear. I had Longhorn gear, I that, think. Underwears don't count. Nobody it, it can does, see it. But I had a Longhorn shirt on, I think. No, you didn't. You, you even said, I, I want to be smart. I don't want, and I'm like, duh, with the long. Actually, everybody was pretty cool around where we sat, though. Mainly because nobody was sober Up after top. the first quarter. Yeah, nobody was sober <laughs> at the first quarter. But anyway, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we review a weird 3A week three right here on Sideline to Sideline, brought to you by SI Design and Printing on L4 Media. Go judge some meat. Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that check them out online sidesign.net and hey if you're a parent or a grandparent they've got something for you as well as si design is the leading provider of custom sports prints they offer a variety of products including posters banners canvases and more all you have to do is upload your high quality studio or action shot and si design will create the memory for you for more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that Sideline to Sideline sent She lived out in Pecos Pretty as she could be Terry Bennett, Grant Goodwin back here, sideline to sideline. Class 3A brought to you by SI Design and Print. Say goodbye to a true Texas legend, Charlie Robinson. Uh, unexpectedly passed away earlier this week or late last week. Uh, Age 59. 59. Uh, he'd been out of the singing business for a while uh, because of a procedure that went wrong. Um, you know, you and I have talked plenty of times. You're you're a music aficionado. I, I like music, but you you're, you know the Texas stuff. And and the, the red dirt and all that's kind of been conflated and, and conf confusing and all now, but he's an original and one of the greats. I mean, yeah. I, mm -hmm. I, I, I heard him, somebody called him a I modern... I just call him 
Texas music. Yeah, and I heard somebody call him a modern-day Marty Robbins, and I thought that was a really Actually, good yeah. fit. He's got some ballads. Some ballads, and you don't really, no matter what you think of country music today, you can find. And they tell stories. Exactly, his, that's exactly his, where I was about to go. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can still find good country music if you really look. Mm-hmm. But one of the things is nobody. You're not going to find it in Nashville. No, right? and you're not going to find the storytelling. You, you'll have good you know, beats and good hooks and good choruses, but it, yeah. at the end of the day, you don't learn anything. And you listen to, go back and listen to, the, and listen to some of his deep cuts. And that's, that's what I've been doing this past weekend, dealing with some personal things. And so his music kind of fit right into the mood we were feeling. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, have a good travel safe. Uh, maybe you can join, uh, what's his name for Margaritaville up there in heaven. And Jimmy Buffett. That's lost. right. They're probably sharing the same apartment. <laughs> the three apartment, the three apartment roll from the yeah, ticket. Right. You remember that's that? Right. Oh yeah. I, mean, I think I they remember still they still that. do that. Yeah. Anyway, let's get into talking class three in room seven twelve. <laughs> we have three. Jimmy Buffett, Charlie Robinson, and Betty White. Uh, she would She she that went, was a couple of years ago. But yeah, I, I still think maybe Betty White's in all of them. She goes everywhere. Yeah. Uh, but let's talk three a week three. Let's go ahead and talk a little bit about the game again. You got to go. I wasn't able mm-hmm. to. Winsboro and Hooks. It's canceled. The game was called at Wins Winsboro twenty one. Hooks 13. Just give me your truncated view of what you thought of these two teams. And not a lot of detail, right? Uh, but I, I think Hooks got out, or I'm sorry, Winsboro got out to an early lead in this. Uh, I think Winsboro was kind of dominating this game yeah. early, um, this half early, uh, especially the first quarter. Hooks hit a couple of big plays uh, to bring it. To within uh, seven or six, seven, eight, whatever it was. I think it was 21 13, yes. 7 46 left uh, when they called it in the second quarter. Uh, but that Winsboro defense was really limiting hooks. The Winsboro running game and uh, passing game was giving the hooks defense some fits for a bit. But then hooks answered offensively with a couple of big plays. You know, I don't know how this game would have turned out if we had played four quarters. Um, I think Hooks made the worm term a little bit uh, late in the first quarter, but it really looked like Winsboro was kind of doing whatever they wanted to do on both sides of the ball. But I think if this game would have played out for four quarters, the athleticism and the speed of Hooks, I I don't know. That might have – Yeah, we don't get to see the adjustments I have no idea what would have happened. All I can tell was – you know, Hooks might have been ready to turn and, and make this game really close and even pull the lead. But it, from what I saw, Winsboro, I don't want to say dominated, but they were doing what they wanted to do. Winsboro's a darn good football team. Hooks is, too. Hooks is going to go deep in the playoffs. Um, Winsboro here, though, uh, if, if I walked away from anything, I think Winsboro – is really good on both sides of the ball. Well, and you look at Hooks and what they do, and I think they they, they sometimes live and die by that big play. You look at their three losses last year uh, to Cooper and Winsboro back-to-back weeks, and then they didn't lose again until Harmony. And in every one of those games, they were held to 14, 27, and 23 points. The rest of the year, uh, it was 40, 57, 49, 41, 41. Uh, and so for them, I, I think that if there's a weakness, I don't think there's a lot of weaknesses to the Hooks team, but I think you'd like to see some more 10-play drives. Yeah. Not three plays out, three plays out, and then a 60-yard touchdown. Well, I think that Winsboro defense did a really good job on Hooks running back Keyshawn Walls. 
Uh, Walls had uh, one or two big runs, but other than that, Winsboro kind of, kind of, you know, kept him under their glove a little bit. So I don't know. I would have loved to seen this for four quarters, but yeah. had to drive home. So well, uh, I mean, again, it ain't it just. What, you know, it's part of the job, right? Sometimes yeah, you it, drive a long way, see nothing. What's worse, driving a long, long ways and it can't get canceled or driving a long ways and getting one of those donkey stomps we get every once in a while? Ooh. Because, man, those. I At least in the donkey stomps, I guess we get to see. A full game. And, yeah. to, be, and to be fair, nowadays, most of our long trips, we, we stay somewhere. So, so it didn't matter. It, it was the f- first early years when we were both having to be back the next day to do, you know, crap we didn't want to do in the first place but we would you know see a 40 wall whenever they i can't remember who it was we drove all the way out there uh, good food laga vista i yeah. think it was was it laga vista i think it was laga it was, vista it was we a drove weird all matchup. the way out to wall yeah it was a weird matchup but a lot of times we know we're going in to see that is getting, yeah. getting led to slaughter so it doesn't matter now that would be a great matchup now Wall and laga vista laga uh, no, turning their, their program around but uh but yeah it, it, it's hard to get get a true grasp but i i do think I do think with the thing with Winsboro, I'd love to have seen the end of that because I think Winsboro's offense is, is great. I think they're going to live and die. How far they go will be that defense. I, I thought their defense looked great. I, I really do. Um, if you know, I was I walked away impressed with both teams, uh, especially with Hooks with a backup quarterback who was really darn good actually. Yeah, and and uh, but if I, I remember walked away correctly, maybe a little bit more impressed with Winsboro. If I remember correctly, the quarterback position was kind of up for a battle. So th- this isn't like a this isn't, you know, the guy Matt Sarson from Friday Night Lights who nobody's known of. Th- th- this was a mm-hmm. guy that the the guy starting now is also is also I don't know if he's playing linebacker now because he's playing quarterback, but he was a starting linebacker and stuff. So Hooks had a lot of they got depth in that perfect year. Sometimes both, you both these teams are going to win a lot of football games. Yeah, this I, I year. totally agree. We, and we're going to get to see uh, Hooks coming up. I think they have Harmony this week. Oh, uh, do they? So boy, Harmony's just give them credit. No matter what their record is, they're and, not and scared now, to play anybody. Yeah, and now you know why they maybe had five losses last year and still went. To the semifinals because of who they played. Uh, Mule Shoe beat Friona 38 to 28. Uh, running back for Muleshoe, uh, Josea Sigla ran for 215 yards on 12 carries. Uh, Nathan Martins went 11 for 17 for 144 yards passing. The Mules are now 3 and 0. Man, if you're going to be able to run for 200 and still throw for 150, you're going to win a lot of games. Yeah. I, you know, the world seems right in Class 3A when Muleshoe is good. I agree. And, you know, they've been. They had been kind of average for a while. Um, Heck, three years ago, they they won three games in right. four years. And they've slowly started climbing the last two years. And I, I love seeing the Mules now 3-0 and and beating a pretty good Friona team. So. Yeah, you, you know, they're 3-0. and uh, They start district in two weeks. A, a district in 2-3-A Division One that, you know, you got Bushland uh, and you got Shallow Water, and Shallow Water's 0-3. Now, yeah, again, when's the last time Shallow Water started 0-3? Yeah, but again, let's see who they've played. Well, I mean, it's 4 it, it teams. It hasn't been that impressive. Well, here, here's the weird thing. It's not impressive in name. It, it's Monahans, it's Seminole, and Hereford. Until you go— Monahans is a lot better than— They're undefeated. Yeah. Seminole's undefeated. 
Herford's undefeated, Grant. We did a Herford show last year, and they won one damn game. And it was a struggle to do that show. Oh, and Nicole Thompson, we do appreciate you moving over to Canyon ISD <laughs> and, and buying a sponsorship for that one. But Can you buy one for Herford now? Yeah, can you go back to Herford now? Because we want to talk. But, but We it, still want both, though, right? Yeah, yeah, we, want, we always want both. But it, it's just the names don't sound impressive until you go look at what they're doing. So right. I, I still think Shallowwater is going to be in it, but I, I think Muleshoe is a team that if, if they can continue to play well defensively, we saw you can frustrate Bushland's defense and Muleshoe with that ground game. That's the perfect type of offense. When you play Bushland to play keep away. Yeah, but they're up against it on that uh, it's one. It's Muleshoe's moment. Let them shine. Okay. Muleshoe, you win by 40, 20. All right. Wall. And I'm not getting crazy here. Wall. Dude, well, yeah. Bushland's going to win that game. That doesn't matter for Muleshoe. I think Muleshoe is on the right trajectory no matter what happens against Bushland, who should be favored by quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, But Jim Ned and Wall, that was a great game. Oh, overtime, man. Jim Ned scores all their 14 points in regulation in the fourth quarter and then kicks a field goal to win it in overtime. Hey, we, we, we told people, and, and I'm going to keep saying it because we told people, and I had some people tell me I was crazy, uh, that Jim Ned was back, and, and they've not only won three games, but they beat Holly, Holiday, and now Wall. I think this, look, we knew how good Jim Ned was. Um, maybe the verdict was out a little bit on Wall. Oh, I agree. And I but think- Wall to hang in there like this and, and take a really good – I'm. Am I going to stop short of saying Jim Ned's the best team in the region? Or one of the top three teams ooh, in the region? Ooh. Top two? Well, we're I don't talking know. About, of course, we'll be talking about one as Coach X likes to remind us. We always talk about them. Uh, yeah. yeah I, I think I think Jim Ned, and, and you and I said that at the beginning, and the, where we had the region playing out, we both had Jim Ned making it at least to the region finals. So right. I think that shows you what we feel about Jim Ned. Yeah, Braden Shipman runs for 145 yards on 39 carries. That is a yeoman's effort every week that Braden Shipman gives, a lot like Xavier Wishart did, right? Yeah, I mean, I was watching some of the highlights from that holiday game, and not as physically built. Like, Xavier Wishart was built like a college football player from his sophomore year. Uh-huh. But his running style is a lot of the same. He's not going to just break it and go 90. He's not going to go and, and make 75 guys miss on one play going across the field. What he's going to do is he's going to hit you for four, for four, for four, for four, and yeah. then 22. Oh, and you it, need three and a half, three and a yeah. half, three and a half, right? Um, but you, you you talk about Wall, and I want to go back to them because even in this game, this defense on the season, they've given up 10, 10, and now 17 in the loss. You know, last year they were a very quiet 12 and 2, and I think part of it was because of Gunner and, and, Ch- and Canadian. We're all kind of waiting to see how that, you know, and I still think they're the proverbial favorites. But I'm telling you what, Houston guys, Wall's team, man, that defense keeps playing like this. They're it, always physical. And somebody always gets upset out there in the first couple rounds. And, yeah. and I don't want to be playing wall in I the first couple rounds. I would not want to play the Hawks. And sometimes, what they say, sometimes you can tell more about a team and a loss yes. than a win. I agree. I think this is wall right now. While I'm still impressed with Jim Ned, 
Wall right now is one of the most impressive teams that I've seen in 3A yep. right now. And and we're that should be the compliment to Jim Ned as well because we're so oh, impressed yeah. with Jim Absolutely. Ned that Wall hangs with three. Uh, speaking of the other team in that region, Brock, mm-hmm. uh, we'll be talking about them again, but we're going to be going to see them this week. Uh, Wimberley jumps out early, then Brock claws their way back in, showing a little bit of an offense, throwing a little bit down the field. Hey, Brody Woods, quarterback for Brock, throws for 253 yards and three touchdowns. I tell you know, you, a lot of the questions were, I think you had some questions about, you know, this Brock offense. They did their part. I I really think that Brody Woods and the Brock uh, offense did their part. I think defensively, which is the strong suit for Brock, gave up some rushing yards against Wimberley. But Wimberley is big up front. Yeah. I, and, and, and they're really good. They're really sound, really well coached. That offensive line is like a machine. They ran the ball. They didn't necessarily run the ball down Brock's throat, but they they ran the ball effectively enough to win this game. And then when you throw in that quarterback, Cody Stover, for Wimberley, it's just a lot to overcome for a 3A team to beat a 4A contender like Wimberley. I tell you what, for all the talk about what Brock did last year in that non-district schedule and the infamous 0-4, but they were in every game, I've been more impressed with what they've done this year in that same non-district schedule. Well, they're a better football team this Should've year. Should have beat Pleasant Grove, uh, a fluke. A fumble, you know, yeah, right? Yeah, fumble is really more of a takeaway. Pleasant Grove, they're, they're doing the Jalen Hurts push for the first down. The quarterback has it. Mm-hmm. He's trying to fall down, and a PG player runs up to the side and just takes the ball off, off of him. Uh, this game, you know, multiple times after they crawled back in it, they could have won. Uh, they could have. They should have beat Hershey last year or last week bigger than 28-14. Um, Brock's rounding in the form, and you and I. This is when I know it's a good game when you and I are actually using the pre prep time. We're actually talking about well, I, this is why I think they're going to win when we normally do it on the show. But we're definitely going to be talking some Brock Gunter here in a second. Yeah, we are. All right, how about Centerville seven Teague six? Look, Teague's defense, Centerville's defense. These are stellar. Defenses. Yes. Centerville's running back Andrew Newman ran for uh, 95 yards on 12 carries. Uh, Zantal Holly had 80 yards on 12 carries. Centerville's now three and zero, but their next two games are really tough. They have Mark this week and Jefferson the next week. Yeah, and again, we we talked about like harmony in the schedule. They have Centerville, just holy crap. We talked about that on the two A show. But hey, I'm impressed with Teague, man. Yeah. You you were vouching for Teague at the in the preseason show, and you felt that they could be one of the teams that if 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 things broke right and their path looks right, that they could surprise some people in this region. And they started off the year two and one, uh, Rockdale and New Waverly, eh, but. A Centerville team that, you know, I really thought that Centerville was going to win this game. Uh, last year, Teague lost 49-24. to 24. Again, if this was a weather game and we don't know about it, let us know. Grant and Terry at S2SSport.com. Every- I think it went four quarters. No, I think so. it did too. But I'm just saying, just to be fair, because there's been some other things yeah. that I thought went four quarters and then I looked. So just in case, just let us know. But, yeah, I, I think an impressive game for Teague. Uh, let's go to – hey, Franklin. Oh, go ahead. You got some Well, else? I was going to go to – a game go ahead, with go ahead. a team that I'm probably just uncomfortably obsessed with okay. right now, and that's Hampshire Finette. Dude. I, I do not know why I am so obsessed with Finette right now, but I am. Look, they beat Cold Spring 30-6 to this week, or 30-8, to I'm sorry. Their quarterback, Ty Bryson, threw for 234 yards and two touchdowns. I've watched two Hampshire Finette games online uh, <clears throat> during my 
limited spare time yeah. this year, and I am extremely impressed with yeah. those guys. They're in a tough district. Well, yeah, they're in a tough district, which is inside a tough region. Um, and, and you know, th- th- and they are in what four A's? Yeah, so. yeah. But still, but Cold Spring yeah. hung in there a little bit. Uh, but we're allowed to when we when we see a four A three, we're allowed to talk both. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think a lot of it is, is is you used to lock them in as a as a seven and four team. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a good round number for them in the last couple of years, especially last year, that Waco Connolly win in the playoffs. They're I, damn good. Yeah, I think they really. realized how good they could be. And they're sitting inside a district, man, where yeah, you've got Jasper, and we're gonna be talking about them in, in a little bit. And then you've got Silsby, but West Orange start. We don't know where they're at. And would you want to be the first place team having to play any one of the playoff teams no, that come from this district? Absolutely not. Um, for Cold Spring, hey, look at them, man. Two and one. You know, last year they were supposed to. That was the year they felt they were going to be back, and and it, they they had an okay year. They started out two and zero, oh, and then they lost to this game. They lost to Camden, uh, and then they lost to Woodville and Westwood, and then got beat by Shepherd. All they had to do was beat Shepherd, and they were into the playoffs last year. And they lost to Shepherd twenty eight to eight, and and they felt that it was a down year. But they have 18 returning starters. So, I mean, and they're right there. And it would be nice to see Cold Spring again. I think we're seeing Cold Spring, a Cold Spring team that might make a deeper run into playoffs. I, I think so. I think if they can get in, they could be a hard out. Just remember, if you ever get to a state championship game, play your safeties deep. I'm just asking. Just telling you. <laughs> Whoa. I remember that game against uh, El Campo. No, Carthage. Was it Carthage? Yeah, yeah that's, state championship that's right. game. Carthage, that's it right. It was the week after Carthage had ran all up and down. Mm-hmm. It for Hunter Holland El had- Campo had forgot to play their safety seep yes. as well yes. against Carthage. But that That's was a right. closer game. That was a w- one-possession game, wasn't it? No, oh, it thought, wasn't. Oh, I thought it was close. I thought that, no, okay. I, neither one were close. That's 13 years ago, man. Uh, let's know, go to right? Franklin. Of course, I've already recorded the uh, Franklin uh, show brought to you by Small Town Society and Walter Commander. That show will be up today as you're seeing this recording. on Tuesday night, but you'll see this on Wednesday. What a win. 28 to 13, Franklin wins over Die Ball. They got um, a, they, they Dallas Cowboyed it. They got a blocked field goal for a touchdown. They got a pick six for a touchdown. Their offense only ran, only had 35 plays. Th- that's what everybody really? is doing to, to, to Franklin now, which is funny because Franklin's a ball control team, yet everybody's trying to take snaps away. Uh, Anawak did it in the playoffs last look, week. If you play year, Franklin, you got to take your defense off the field as quick as you can because they are going to beat the ever living. Dog shit out of your defensive front. Uh, we have seen. That's what Franklin is going to do. Can Jasper hold up this week? Well, that's that'll be the question because that's going to be a tough one. We'll talk about that in the preview. Right. But you, but you bring you you're, you're right. You, you know, you and I have seen a lot of Franklin in the mm-hmm. last few years. We've seen a lot live and yeah. on state championship game. Of all those games, the only two that never really just completely wilted was Wascom and Brock last year. We have seen great defenses just – they just can't answer the bell. It's not that they're weak-minded or they're wuss or they're soft. It's just Franklin is is Grantite just coming at you every yeah. play. You yeah. remember you remember the linebackers at Yo were literally – the coaches were like, yo, I've got to shoot the gaps. And they were basically right. like, no. no, no. <laughs> A lot of Olaying yeah. in that game, right? Yeah. But oh. who doesn't want – I mean, who? nobody looks forward defensively to – the Franklin defense Franklin. does. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, and Franklin's offense just looks forward to 
beating up on somebody else every week. I bet I those mean, scr- I bet those scrimmages on Tuesday are just. I bet they're harder hitting in that than they are in some of the yeah, games they how play. Would you like? Yeah, that's right. How would you like to be scout team oh. at Franklin? <laughs> I, I quit. Can we play basketball now? Can, can, can I start showing? Can I do one act? Free t- <laughs> yeah, I'd like to meet Judge, please. <laughs> All right, here's a big one. Uh, Refurio, forty-two and okay. forty-one. Little controversy, right? Yeah. So. I, let me understand. I, I have only read about it. so Okay, me too. I haven't went back and watched this game. I'm going to do it tomorrow. So, I should have probably done it today, so but basic, I'm a busy man. So basically, can you explain? Cause I, I'll be honest with you. I've read it three times, and I'm still like, wait, what? I, I get the idea of what they messed up. So I don't do you, get, So read. Uh, tell me what they messed up. I've, we've got the rule well, book I have to here. Look it up. We, I'll have to look it up. Very rarely do we have to pull out the rule book on uh, sideline and sideline, but we always have a we, hand. We don't play by the rules. We do play by the rules. We never play by the rules. This is the one time I'm going to have to pull out my reading glasses. But apparently uh, this game was going in overtime. Uh, Refugio scored. Then Edna scored. And then Refugio scored. And they did not force Edna to go for two. Or I'm sorry, Refugio to go for two in the second overtime Right. Okay. Yeah. So the the controversy comes. I'm reading this. Referral scored a touchdown, kicked the extra point to go up seven. Mm-hmm. One problem: the state rules state, and this is new. This is a new twist to having to go. Isn't it? I thought it used to be third. Now yeah, they do it the was all. Third. Well, right, now they right. do. Now it's just it's two well, point plays. Read read the synopsis, uh, and so I'll tell you the rule. Referral scored a touchdown, kicked the extra point to go up seven. The the issue is is the rule states that team must go for the two point conversion once double overtime is reached. When Edna got the ball, they also scored, but opted to go for the two point conversion and the win. They didn't get get it, and then of course they fell forty two to forty one. The one point, of course, being the difference in the situation. All right, the uh, rule book in twenty twenty three says beginning with the second overtime period, team scoring a touchdown must attempt a two point try. Um, and then it says beginning with the third extra period, a team's possession series will be one play for a two point try from the three yard line. Yeah, that's so just where they go back and forth. They did not get it right. Uh, according to the NCAA rule book yeah. that governs Texas high school football and all of college football. So yeah, uh, Edna might have got screwed on that one a little bit. Yeah, they maybe, but th- then you also go Refugio I mean, score. Who could you have known if Edna would have made, made the start? Yeah, but you want that. to. You, they want to have the choice. They want to have the chance. Have choice. That's yeah. right. That's exactly right. Uh, but yeah, so hey, I mean, for us, we're third parties. There's nothing wrong with a little bit of a controversy when it's a, a rivalry game. Like it just adds to the mystique of the game and everything. I mean, you want them to get it right, but yeah. it's kind of fun. All right, let's go some quick hitters here. Bushland 42, Childress 13. Nice bounce back for yeah, Bushland. I thought that could have been a kind of getting it on the chin against Canadian, falling down early, big, and then fighting back a little bit. Childress uh, isn't Bushland, bad this year. No, Childress not bad, but this just shows you how good Bushland is. Right? Yep. All right. Paradise, 36, Godly, 8. 
Paradise is just really good. Godly's 0-3, but, man, they've played th- a tough uh, schedule. But Paradise, you know, we all talk about Brock and 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 Bushland and Jim Ned and Paradise with Austin that the Glacius. Yeah. Paradise. That Glacius. He's a guy that could. <laughs> he's a baller. We've seen it like Bernard Morton for Eastland. He could throw them in three, four rounds. Watch out for Paradise. They're, re- they're really good defensively, too. I saw Matt Diggs um, make a statement that Paradise is last year's Pottsboro. Kind of struck a chord a little bit. I like yes. that. That's a really yeah. good comparison. I, I told and, and Pottsboro this year is Pottsboro last year too. By the way, yeah, but that's a good. Wow, Matt Diggs actually had one thing he said right. Congratulations, one hey, Diggs, Matt. one Coach X zero in that feud. <laughs> I mean, that's a really oh, good comparison. I, I like that. That feud. That hey, what are your thoughts about Atlanta, man? Uh, well, that was a little shocking. Was that a weather game too, but, though? Okay, that's my question. Was it a weather game, right? Let me see if I can find it while we're because talking. Because they lost. They took it on the chin, right? Yeah, 29-20 to 20 to New Boston. Yeah. That had to have been a weather game. But well, I mean, it even, was in the area I was in, so it had to have been a weather game. But even then, to be down 29-20 to 20 to New Boston. Okay, but we made the case with Harmony being down to Beckville by as much as they were, yeah, you got to say. Oh the no, same. no, you're you're 100 right. I'm just saying, like, even if I it, know I'm 100, even if it is, I'm not finding anything on it. Even if it is just a, a weather game, you still go okay. No, it, I mean it has it scored as New Boston seven in the first, uh, fifteen in the third, and seven in the fourth. So it, that hmm. they just lost. Wow. Um, uh, let me see if I can get any kind of stats for Atlanta. Oh, we only have defensive stats. That's. Okay, so if you're going to go to Max Preps and put in stats, the tackles are the least one anybody cares about. But anyway, I like defense. I do I, too. I, you're but, from Marshall, so you probably don't. But okay, anyway, uh, no, but I, I'm saying, no matter what, that that's, that's a shot at Marshall. Okay, yeah, I just I don't care anymore with you. That's all right. I'm I from Roy City. We don't like defense either. Dude, y'all are doing well in six A, brother. Yeah, we just got boat raced by Melissa. It's Melissa. I know. But I mean, by a girl. <laughs> uh, Atlanta came into that game 2-0, and but they gave up 38 to Redwater. Now, in fairness, they scored 68, so that game could have been way out of hand. Do you but know why I'm sick right now? Because of Melissa? No, Redwater. I stopped. <laughs> I did, dude. Friday, I stopped at was it Easy Mart or something in Redwater, feeling great. Two uh-huh. days later, that place was kind of crappy. You got there the, was a lot of stool. You didn't get a hot dog? Why would I get a hot dog? From Easy Mart. Easy Mart has some of the best hot dogs. Really? Yeah. No. I mean, I'm I not didn't. S- so you got the Redwater Rona? I got, a, I got a Dr. Pepper, and why are you asking me what I got at Easy Mart? Because you said I'm you're just sick, telling so you I'm trying to I'm, figure out where you got sick from. I'm trying to help I you, buddy. I just told you, Redwater. But what made you sick? Just Redwater? Redwater did. <laughs> <laughs> Redwater gets me sick. Hunt, uh, Huntington gives me tickets. All right. <laughs> Troop goes the three and zero as they dominate Dude. Buffalo, forty-one to nothing. You said you ask on the run sheet is Troop underrated? I think they're getting properly rated now. Uh, I, I still look. I think uh, AAP slash Dave Campbell's had them what nine or something yeah, like nine. this. But I think it's a lot because there's not a lot of movement above them. Is the only reason I know, why. But I still think. They are underrated at number nine. Oh, no, I don't disagree. Troop is fast. All right, check. That's one big check mark. Yep. Uh, They're big, check, and they're physical, check. 
Troop is going to be playing a lot longer than what people think. Troop is a tough out in the playoffs, and I would not be surprised to see Troop in Arlington. Uh, They've got to make sure that they win that district and get that one seed, and that path is a lot different. And I don't really see anybody challenging them. West Grusk is down. Grand Saline is down. Uh, sometimes it's it's best to be good when everybody else is kind of down, not terrible, where you have no challenge. But they've been challenged Troop in the non district, man. No, no, I do too. I, I, I'm excited to see what Coach Wells and the Tigers are going to do. And then Timpson Dangerfield, uh, Timpson wins thirty three to twenty six. Dangerfield, unfortunately, they lost their quarterback for the season. Uh, was that after the game or before? Like the, it was like the weekend that he got hurt. A he played. Day, yeah, he played in the before. Timpson game. Who the Dangerfield quarterback? Yeah, no, no that's what I'm not. asking. That's what I'm asking. I, oh, I no, thought the wreck was. At, I thought the wreck was this weekend. No, no. Okay, that's, no. that's when I first heard about. It. So I yeah. thought, so it happened bef- in the week before. The, okay, that's more impressive then. Okay. Yeah, I mean okay. that that quarter uh, the the backup for Dangerfield is really darn good. Yeah, like right? I said, I just thought it was. Yeah. I, I thought he played this week. All right, no, uh, Quero oh, yeah, forty-one, Yoakum thirty-four. You want to talk about uh, knowing more about a team? And a loss, it's Yoakum. Yoakum was up by 14 points late in this ball game, and Cuero had to come storming back to preserve the win. Yoakum is the real deal. Again, you can learn more about a team sometimes in a loss than you can a win, and I think we learn right now that Yoakum is legit. Yeah, I, I had forgotten that last year Cuero just boat raced him, beat him like 75 yeah. to nothing. I think there was a little bit of vengeance. And outside of that game, the, this game is normally close, no matter how these teams are. Two years ago, Cuero was like fifth in the state. Yoakum had a 12-win or a 12-team, uh, a 12-game season. They went nine and three, yet they shut out Cuero 27 to nothing. This yeah. is the epitome of it gets t- it gets thrown around too much. What anything can happen in a rivalry, but this is one of those rivalries where that usually happens. Oh yeah, and, and it, it's it's a fun rivalry. And man, telling you what, I just take a lot away. From this game with Yoakum being a lot better than what I thought, and we thought Yoakum was going to be pretty darn good, but I, I, I have a feeling that you know you and I, November third, that last week of the season, we might be getting some kolaches and, and watching how it's feeling. Yoakum oh, battle it out yeah, for the district because those two teams don't matter where the rate they don't care. They're going to play that game like it's the state championship and, and how it feels undefeated right yes, now. Yes, they so, are. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, and, they, and they're not going to be. You know, you've got. Columbus, them, and Yoakum, and one of them, I, I guarantee you, one of them can win with a state, can win district with a win that week. Something's going to yeah. happen. I'm, I'm not, I'm not knocking Columbus, but they didn't get through it last year. I mean, that's why we talk about this district, man. Twelve three A, we could be going Toughest down there. One in the state. We could literally be going down and seeing winner goes home or winner goes in, loser goes home. I think that yeah. would be even more intense. Yeah, to to have it to where Howitzville versus Yoakum, the 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 loser is out for the year. Anyway, yeah. That's a look at week three review. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to preview week four, including the game that we're going to right here on SI Design and Printing, Sideline to Sideline, the Class 3A edition on S2 as part of L4 Media. Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and 
honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that. Check them out online, SIDesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well, as SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints. They offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high-quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that's sideline to sideline. Small Town Society, that's a community-like-minded, laid-back, hard-working, God-fearing people. And the owners of Small Town Society grew up in a town exactly like that. In fact, a town of 1,300 people. So they know Small Town, and they love it. And they want to show their love for Small Town with all of their customers. All the designs that you're seeing, they're designed in-house, and they're copyrighted. These are not cheap airdrops like from Amazon. I got a couple of those for some YouTube channels that I like. And I bought like $30 shirts, and man, two shirt, two washes in, they're gone. That's not going to happen at Small Town Society. You can find them online at shopsmalltownsociety.com. They are proud supporters of the Franklin Lions. In fact, as you're seeing here on the ad, you, a ton of Franklin shirts. In fact, we're getting a couple of the, the guy shirts. They have guy shirts now. We're getting a couple of those. Grant and I can't wait to put those on and also put one of them in the studio. Uh, they, have, uh, they have seasonal stuff. They have Thanksgiving, uh, funny uh, Halloween. They have Christmas. They have Texas pride. They have God, religion, inspiration. They have it all. So check out Small Town Society again online. You can find them at Shop Small Town Society. They're open 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Monday through Thursday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. on Friday. If you purchase something after hours, it will ship the following day. If you need to reach out to them, hello at shopsmalltownsociety.com. You can also uh, find them on Facebook. Uh, Just type in smalltownsociety.com. Come on, man. Terry Ben and Grant Good on here. Sideline to sideline, the class 3A show. Uh, that last ad, I did the, put all the, the pictures together and recorded the audio, but something happened, so I had to do that off the cup. But please do check out small, shopsmalltownsociety.com. I did find it interesting that on that last ad read, yeah. you were actually reading about God. Wow. No, I'm just saying. They sell inspirational religious apparel, and I appreciate that. And they would like that known. No. Why do you have to? You're like King Kong on any new ad. You and God. Me and God have a great relationship. Like you just go. (laughs) To any new ad. Last week you did it. Dude was like, man. The the, the owner of of Small Town Society was like, dude, we don't have pumpkin outfits. What is your co? (laughs) He goes, I want a new co-host. And I said, well, just let me get through the contract and then we'll figure it out. Everybody worth their salt has pumpkin outfits. Oh, they have pumpkin shirts, which you could see in the slideshow. I want a pumpkin outfit. Either for, so this is what I want to do for, uh, 
Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Let's show them on video. Show what you're doing. I, I, I mean, we're on video. They can see it. I don't have to show them. Show it. Can you hear it? Look at him. Can you hear that? Like, <laughs> I want to go as a full pumpkin for Halloween. If I cannot get that, uh-huh. I want to go as Bud from... Um, I'm giving you a chance. I don't know. Bud. Bud and Sissy from... Oh, uh, Urban Cowboy. Yeah, Sorry. That's right. Thank you. We've been having a lot and of Urban Cowboy you talks lately. No, I'm not going as, as Sissy. Wes. Oh, okay. And... I, I, dude, Wes was cooler than Bud. Dude, he was abusive. What were we talking about on the way? It wasn't like Bud was super nice to Sissy. Uh, I didn't hit you that hard. That hard. You don't even know what hard is. That oh, wasn't hard. Man. <laughs> anyway. That's not cool, though. I do apologize to uh, Shop Small Town Society. Uh, if I have to talk to you, mm-hmm. and then after that conversation, Coach X might actually sound pretty smart. Here is Coach X. Again, if you do not know, if you're new to the show, Coach X is a real coach. And he faxes in his thoughts and comments on our games that we preview each each week. And he also has a little bit of a diatribe. And I will admit, last week it was pretty darn funny. So here, let's yeah. see how let's see how he does go. So it seems the show has been going swimmingly so far this year on the new network. And I think that we all know why. That is, I think it's because of the big news that happened this summer. Yeah, we moved networks. We all know what that is. The man Elon Musk changed the Twitter logo to the X. Oh war. We all know that X is going to give it to you. See, if uh, I was a WWE superstar now, I would say hit my music. So, Elon, if you're listening, and we all know you are, I appreciate the fanfare. And sorry those hippies made you take my name off your building. Move that building to X with an extra uh, large X. And we'll party like it's 1999. And if you were there at that New Year's party, that was at the night. It was a hell of a night. On with the picks. All right. Hmm. So what game are we going to, Mr. Goodwin? Brock at Gunter. Cannot wait for this one, man. Um, I, I'll jokes aside. How of, early are we going to show up for this one? This uh, feels like a Super Bowl. 9.30. With the way the temperatures are going to be, we can go at 3 or in the, p.m. With the way the temperatures are going to be, we can go at 3 p.m. and just sit at the field, and I'll be a happy man. Well, we can't eat barbecue if we go at 9.30. What if we take it with us onto the field? We can do that. There we go. But they probably don't open until 11. You and I... <laughs> Just, you're just bound to get like, me off course. <laughs> you and I rarely, in, in a two-year schedule run, go see the same game back-to-back years. Right. Um, all jokes aside about Gunner and Brock and Brock, you know, Brett Lee and L4 Media, we don't have to go to the game if we don't want to. They, they're, in fact, they're doing a wonderful job following Brock and getting after-game uh, interviews and stuff. We want to go to this game because we want to see this because last year— Marquee matchup. Well, and last year lived up to every— yeah. Usually for me, even in good games in non-district, I'm kind of checked out, checking the scores, just— Man, that game from the first snap to the last snap, it was locked in, hard-hitting, great football. We saw so many great individual plays and and plays that get lost that nobody will remember, but that we saw kids just giving it out. And I don't think it's going to be any different this year. Yeah, games within the game. Yes. Matchups that are galore. Look, this Brock-Gunner game is like Bama-Texas this year. Yes, that's a great way to put it. It really is. This is two I mean this is big boy football right here, right? Uh Brock has quarterback Brody Woods who's been playing really well this year. Um got receivers in Carson Finney, Colt Matlock, 
running back Brett Tutter, their defensive lineman Jackson Hart and Cam Harris have just been uh, just just run stuffers. And you got linebackers Cooper Massey, Hyatt Dunaway, and Luke Clear Kearley. Kearley? Yeah, I think it's Kearley. Kearley, okay. And then uh, Gunners quarterback Walker Overman. Uh, Cannon Lindbergh at receiver, Hayden uh, Ripamonte at uh, receiver, Dylan Tokars, uh, to- and then uh, the slot back, Easton Overman. I'm telling you, this is a marquee primetime matchup. If you're a 3A football fan and you're within 200 miles of Gunner, Texas, show up for this Brock Gunner game in Gunner because it's going to be worth your ticket money. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Before we give our picks, I, I want to try something new this week. We're going to re-coach X uh, and then give you. our picks. I know. I hate new. I hate change. I know. Well, I, I just, I feel like, I feel like. That's fine. Go on. Do it. Change. Okay. Change. Just change. <laughs> Go. I don't want your life. Wellity, wellity, wellity. <laughs> we finally got to the Gunther portion of the show. Been waiting all year for this pick. Oh, that's right. If you don't know, Coach X has a thing against Gunner. He has never picked Gunner to win. What does he call them? The grocery roaches? Yeah, or the gr- he claims that his mom told him that a roach or that he found a roach. I just think that the in their his raisin brand. Yes, or yeah, I, he I was just, too poor to eat. Yeah, I, good I, I think they were out of a certain thing the government helps families with, and she just didn't oh, want to yeah, tell you. I never right. thought of it that way. That's I just right. thought about that. But anyway, um, been waiting all year for this pick. Before I do a public public service announcement announcement to all the Gunner students, snapshot day is coming up in a month, so make sure your shot records are up to date. Brett, I think your Eagles are going to do it. Get, are going to get it done over the house cats this year. Brock wins this. So he's going Brock. Mm-hmm. Where are you going? So been, we've been back and forth on this one off the air. I have, I look, I think both teams are better than they were last year. Right. I can't I say that yet. Okay. Well, we'll get into that, but go ahead. You, you, I've I'm watched sorry, you a finish. quarter and a half of Gunner. I've watched one or I'm sorry, a game and a half of Gunner. I've mm-hmm. watched uh, one game of Brock against Wimberley last uh, last week online against uh, Wimberley. Um, I think Gunner is better offensively than they were last year. I don't think there's that much of a drop off defensively. They're not quite as dominant defensively, but they get a lot of stops. Was it against the best competition? We don't know yet. No, but uh, I think. Competition was pretty darn good. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say I like Gunner in this one. If starting the season, I would have taken Brock because Brock is so much better and we didn't know what Gunner had. But I think Gunner is that much more explosive this year with younger players who are more susceptible to making mistakes. So there is that. Yeah. Right. Um, But yeah, I like Gunner in a close one. I think this is going to be much like last year's game where, you know, nobody can take control. Yeah. But that Gunner team, I'm telling you, when you see them, they are so explosive offensively. No, I, I don't doubt that. I, and I've seen some highlights. I, I don't have a problem with saying by the end of the year, Gunter's offense this year is better than they were last year. I can't say that three games in. Period. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if they play three top three A teams, I know at times uh, that offense last year appeared to maybe take a step back from the year before, but that was because they were 
they were having some quarterback issues, but they were playing Ethan Sloan and players like that more on defense because they realized it didn't matter what they did in the regular season. If you got to the state championship game against the Franklin, you're going to get grinded down. That's what happened the year before. I just think that when I look at what this what Brock's defense was last year, and they held a extremely talented Gunner offense to that twenty one points. Is so good this year, and, for and this Brock. and I think the defense is better this year. Um, I, my question is for them is still offensively. I liked what I saw from the Wimberley game. I think if they build on that, I don't think either one of these teams wins by more than ten points. I, no, I think this is just like either. last year, yeah, a five point game. And let's remember, Gunner scored twenty one, but one all I think all three touchdowns were like because of turnovers or short fields, or at least two of them were. I can't remember getting all these games mixed up. But I, I think the I think you're right about the Gunner offense in week 15, week 16. I can't say that yet. Now, this might be the game to where next week but I come back. If we're having to pick right now. I like I, Brock. No, I, I know. Yeah. I, oh, you're you saying like, you like Brock, yeah. But, I mean, just from the eye test, yes. I think Gunner's offense is better than they were last year. I think they're a little bit more explosive. Their defense, I don't want to say it's a push, uh, but I think it's almost as good, not quite as good. Yeah. They don't have Ethan Sloan flying out. And, and, and stopping you, you know, he made, you know, Ethan Sloan last year. A couple of those some plays. Of those stops. Save some touchdowns. And, yeah. Again, they get forgotten about because it, the game. But right. there was a couple times where it looked like Brock had, had a broken play and was going against the grain and was going to walk into either a first down or a touchdown. And Ethan Sloan, who at the time was mainly known for offense, just like a missile. But, yeah. but being controlled and, and making an in the you know a, a wide open tackle where if he doesn't make the tackle it's a touchdown or at least a first down. Yeah, I just think that Brooks. Brooks I just think Brock's a little bit better team right now this year. I okay. like them. 20, and a close one. Yeah, twenty eight twenty one time. All right, and I'll take uh, Gunner in a close one. All right, cannot wait to get to Gunner Texas though uh, Friday night to see that game. Well worth the uh, the drive over there. All right, how about Tidehaven three and zero versus Vanderbilt Industrial two and one. That Tidehaven defense has yet to give up a point this year. Yeah, they shut out all three opponents. And but Industrial's only loss was to Yoakum, and we saw what Yoakum did. You yeah. know this past. By the way, you what know what was it thirty six to fourteen? Yeah. That was week one. Yes, and, and right. by the way, it's nice. You know, Vanderbilt Industrial had the two year run, and they lost their coach and the quarterback, and everybody just kind of assumed, hey, that the Cobras would go back to because they were a doormat for a while. Good to see that they've stayed up the last two years and still be competitive. But yeah. I, I like Tidehaven in this game. You and I spoke. We haven't really got to talk Tidehaven as much because the three shutouts. Are impressive but it's not like they're playing top 10 teams so we haven't really got a chance to talk about them it's time they're to cut their teeth though yeah Not a good a, a very good vanderbilt industrial team. and these guys they start district next week man 14 3 division two starts up september 22nd they'll start against the rice consolidated i know rice consolidated got thumped by columbus but columbus is columbus mm-hmm. rice consolidated looks like they're back so i think this is a good kind of a good warm-up game for the tigers i, I like tight haven to win this by a couple touchdowns all right how about toller uh versus comanche tollers coming into this game on a roll I think they're without their big dude, yeah. uh, Peyton, uh, what is it? Peyton, Peyton Brown. Brown. Uh, but they still got a really good quarterback in Isaac Blessing, who's a dual threat. Um, you know, Comanche comes in with Layden Welch, who's thrown for over 600 yards uh, so far in just these three games. Sawyer Wilkinson, who's ran for 450. Colt Schwartz has ran for 320. And then they got a really good receiver in Kyler Beatty. Um 
I like Toller in this one in a close one. I think in the two A show you had Comanche. Yeah, I have Comanche. I, I okay. think I think Comanche wins by two touchdowns. Do I, you? I, I just think I mean Toller is a good team without Peyton Brown, but Peyton Brown is, is the guy that takes a good team and makes them great. Comanche, I mean. We all remember that they were they had been a doormat for a while, but last year they were ten and two, and, the, and their only losses were to Toller in this game and to Bells in the playoffs. And in both of those games, they gave up over forty five points. And, and Coach Escobar, when we were talking this offseason, he he straight up said, "We we know what our weakness was. When we mm-hmm. played good offenses, we folded. Yeah. We're not going to fold again." So I'm curious to see how it goes. And you talk about Tidehaven, Comanche on the year they've given up eight points, and that eight points was the beginning of the year in trash. They they've had back to back. Shutouts, and I don't think they'll shut out Toller, but I think Comanche wins twenty-one to seven type. Okay, all right, and I've got Toller in this one. All right, Coach X says, and by the way, you some games you don't hear. We we do the quick hitters. Those are the ones that Coach X doesn't talk. It, it's not that we miss it or anything. I, I don't want him to cry. Anyway, tough Toller versus Comanche. Tough game here. I did my student teaching in Toller, and at Coach one, X. Yeah. Was a student teacher at Toller? Yeah, no. That, that's that's not, weird. Yeah. Uh, and at one point in time, I used to have the Toller City Limit sign hanging up on the wall in my apartment. At the same time that he was teaching there, that, that seems kind of weird. Not that I came by these by illegal means, mind you. We were just out drinking and driving <laughs> late one night. Okay, that's illegal in of itself, Coach. And decided to loosen the screws on the poles, and the sign fell down. Couldn't leave it laying there. So, you know, I mean... I. I, some guy took it, and then it ended up in my apartment. But, hey, you know what I didn't do? Miss teaching that elementary PE class the next day. Give me the snake farm rattlers in this one. Oh, so we both have Toller, and you've got Comanche. Yes, sir. All right. Um, here's a big one right here. Lorena and La Vega. Man, Lorena's quarterback, Caden Roberts, went off last week. Had a big game. Uh, Jaden Porter at receiver, one of the best receivers in Class 3A. Uh, Brock Cool and Jackson Generals are two really good receivers as well. Um, you know, La Vega can be almost unstoppable on offense with their running back, Bryson Rowland, who averages almost 170 yards uh, rushing per game. Yeah, Matt Stepp gave us some information. You know, La Vega's offense has exploded because last year's Waco Midway quarterback is now in La Vega right. and his little brother. And, 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 and we were talking with him. It's just so weird to see La Vega as a can score but has an issue stopping yeah, the score. They That's give up so around weird. 35 points a game. Against good offenses now against they, really good they offenses. haven't played like you know poor offenses but the problem is, is they're going up against an offense that i first want to say i i love the the patience that lorena has had with their quarterback because it would be real easy to to, to make a switch when you have somebody especially in that first game against uh, china spring yes. china spring forced him into some uh, mistakes yes that, yeah it would have been and you've got easy. jackson general who who has led them as quarterback mm-hmm. but i really like for the long term of this team this year Having and Roberts, we trust. Yes, and, and having Jackson be more of the you know slash guy that does a little bit of everything. Uh, I know La Vega is a four A school, but I kind of feel like Lorena might win this by a couple touchdowns. I, it's not going to be by a couple touchdowns, but Lorena, I think, will win this football game. I think Lorena's uh, defense is good enough; they're not going to stop La Vega. This might be a shootout, but I don't think La Vega can stop what Lorena has up front. Yeah. Up front, like Lorena is just a, a, a tough nut to crack. And then you put uh Robert's uh Porter, 
uh, Cool, Jackson, uh, all those guys. I, I, you know, I just think, uh, and Braylon Henry, you know, I, I, I think I had said that Caden uh, Roberts at, at running back, yeah. he's quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Braylon Henry, though, he's an X factor in this offense. That's a playmaker that can hit the home run from anywhere on the field. I think Lorena puts way too much pressure on this La Vega Modoc Pirate defense, and I think Lorena will come out on top in a shootout, though. But I think it's seven points and under. I think it's a shootout early, but I think it's going to be like a 49-35 game. When you look at La Vega defensively, it's that they gave it. Now they did. It play. was Middle Oath and Heritage was one of them, right? Yeah, they only. That's actually the team they scored the last on. Conley, a good team, scored forty eight. But they gave up 28 to Kennedale, who's who has started out really slow. And I just think Lorraine is the best offense that they're going to see up to this day because Heritage well, no, Heritage Heritage replaced a lot though. They're a young defense. I'm talking about with what with the skins on the oh, wall. Offense or defense? I mean uh, offense. Heritage okay. replaced. I mean they're still good. I mean, but but I'm saying yeah. I, I think just as far as pure veterans and, and what mm-hmm. the skins on the wall. Okay, this I can is see the be, the best. And I, I, I just think they're gonna I think they're gonna wear down. We both have Lorena. Yeah, we both have Lorena. Let's see what Coach X has to say. I think we established that Vega always whipped me in Street Fighter 2. Terrence, I'm really impo- really disappointed that you didn't get that reference in the Week 2 show. I did. I just got it late. Was your childhood that bad that you didn't play Street Fighter 2? Were you more of a Mortal Kombat guy? I bet you played with Sub-Zero. I knew it. How did I know that? Because I'm a badass. I'll roll with Lorena to get, say, get over here to the Vega QB, and then the LB tackles him, and the free safety says, finish him. Leopards win. He wow, is so weird. That's a roundabout way. It's a big time dissing you. Yeah, it's what he likes to do. All right. Uh, other than Brock and Gunner, here is the other game of the yeah, week. Yeah, right. And we really thought about this. Might yeah, we should have gone, but I'm gonna save this for Franklin and Lorena to go see Franklin. But it's Jasper versus Franklin. Yeah, this is outside of Brock and Gunner, probably as good as that game, the game of the week. Jasper has a quarterback in uh, Isaiah Coleman that is uh, uh, playing lights out. Uh, Zach Keelan had not at running back, and then Peyton Brooks at running back. But the story here is Jasper's uh, linebacker in Ty Anthony Smith, yes. one of the best linebackers in the state of Texas. Now, he'll be having to try to stop one of the best running backs in the state of Texas in Franklin's Jaden Jackson. Oh yeah, this this is the games that you live for. You know, we we were joking earlier about you get linebackers that don't want to stick their head in the gap against Franklin. This guy does. Yeah, oh, this, yeah. this guy is going to be playing big time college football with A and M. This is just a like defensively. This is a linebacker type of game because uh, you know you, you've got Smith and linebacker for uh, for Jasper. But then for Franklin, you got uh, Braden Yori, who is a beast. Yep. You know, he just loves contact. He flies to the ball. This is going to be one heck of a game. Funny thing it's is. in is, Franklin, right? Yes. Funny thing is, last year this was a 41-35 shootout. I don't think it's going to be that this year. No, I don't think it is either. And I hate to say it, as high as I am on Franklin – I'm going to take Jasper in a close one here. Yeah, I, I think the 35 win streak stops. Uh, it, it's, Which is fine. Oh, yeah. Sometimes when you're on such a long win streak, sometimes it's a loss isn't so bad. 
No, I mean, not at all. I mean, and, and when you look I mean, at Jasper is a legit for a front runner. Oh, yeah. I, I think that they just need to find consistency on offense. That's going forward, you know. But, yeah, yeah I, I think this is going to be one of those games. You know, we already talked to Coach Mark Fannin on uh, uh, the Franklin ISD uh, football show brought to you by Small Town Society. And, and he even talked about it. He goes, you know, this is one of those games. We've won 35, but we come in as an underdog. And I think he's right. I don't think that's just Coach B. I, I think if, if Franklin wins this game, I mean, even if Franklin doesn't win it, but if Franklin does win this game, Oh boy, it might well, be another thirty-five before anybody touches them. <laughs> I I think it's like that for Franklin anyway, regardless of this. I know, but I'm just saying, if they beat Jasper with Jasper as stout as I feel that they are defensively, I'm just saying that just solidifies that for me. And Frank, you know, Jasper's coming off a big loss against the private school that Legacy. Oh, that, school. yeah, and Coach Fannin said they looked a lot like when a coach when when you see that. The, oh, that's an offensive tackle they just recruited. He's going to be playing at Tech right. next year. I mean, yeah, yeah. They're, they're stacked. All right, yep. let's see what Coach X has to say. Physical game here. Franklin will punch you in the mouth and make you like it. Hey, why is that a saying? Has anybody ever been punched in the mouth and said, that was great, I like that? Well, I bet Grant has probably seen some movies like that with leading ladies oh, that yeah. get stuff put in there. Well, I think you see Talk where to I'm me. going with that. Keep going. Lions versus Bulldogs. Got to go with the Green Lions since they've won like 30-something in a row. Bloody teeth, bloody gums. That was just a regular date night, man, on yeah. Saturday. What's the next When game? I was single. What's the next Okay. Game? Uh, here's some quick hitters here. West and Whitney. West is one and one with a loss uh, to Lorena, twenty-seven to thirteen. Whitney is three and zero right now coming into this game. Give me West though. Yeah, give me West. Their offense, they're throwing the ball more this year. Uh, I said quick hitter, dude. I know. I'm giving okay. you a quick hitter. When did you start caring about time? Jeez, man. Because I, I got anymore. stuff to do. Just whatever. What's no? I, I like West in this game, but I think it's gonna be a low scoring game. All right, Belleville and Cameron. Uh, last time I saw Cameron go up against the running team, they tapped out until I see them not tap out. They I'm tapped out in the first quarter. Yeah. Give me Belleville. Yeah, I All think right. Belleville rolls. All right, Dangerfield and center. High-scoring game here? Yes. Very well. We'll have to see. Uh, with Dangerfield, new quarterback, we'll see. I, I, the potential's there. Center I can score with anybody, but they can't stop anybody. Give me center. Uh, give me Dangerfield in this one. Wow, I'm a little shocked by that. No, don't be, because uh, Dangerfield's that good, even with their backup, who I think can be as good, if not, I'm not going to say as better. But yeah, I know better, what you mean. I, know what you mean. I, I think as good. All right, Newton and West Orange start. Another marquee matchup that probably deserves a little bit more attention, but give me West Orange start. I think West Orange start, uh, I know they lost PNG, but I what? believe it was last yeah, week, but like, I mean, PNG's coming off, I don't know. A state finals appearance. Yeah. They lost some, but not a ton. West Orange Stark look I mean, they're athletic. Newton's athletic, but West Orange Stark, I think West Orange Stark will win this one, but it'll be a great game. It's over in Orange. This is the this is one of the first times we've done this show that this isn't a, a game that's not just a quick hitter. I'm gonna go West Orange Stark for a, a unique reason. Newton's only played one game. Yeah. Anawak got canceled. Jasper got canceled. They beat Woodville. I, you're at the point now where West Orange Stark has a routine. They've worked the bruises out. Newton has yet to play back-to-back -back games. I think this is a typical West Orange Stark-Newton game that's going to be 21-16, but I, I think West Orange Stark, I think the Mustangs will be able to win this one. Yep. Is that it? Close. 
All right. That's going to do it. I want to thank everybody for joining us here on the week three or week four, three, a show. If you're at the Brock and Gunner game, we would love to talk to you. Uh, if you have any questions, thoughts, or comments, email them to us, Grant and Terry at S2Sport.com. Find us on Facebook at Sideline to Sideline. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at Grant and Terry. If you'd like to send us some stuff, we'd love to put you, put it on the table like we have here. Just send us a message on any one of those, or if you know us on, on some of the message boards, uh, just send us a message there, and we'll tell you how we can do it. And until next time, he's Grant Goodwin. I'm Terry Bennett. This is Sideline to Sideline, the 3A edition, right here on L4 Media.